Deb. Hey, Erin. Hey, Karen. How are you? I'm great. It's good to uh, have you on the line. Uh, to give some context to the start of this, we were just trying to work out how the hell to record it. It's the first time we've used <laughs> Zencaster. Uh, and I have the wonderful Erin, and I'm probably going to pronounce your name wrong, Kislin. How do you say it? You say it Kislin. Like Kislin. Kis- yep. Just like kissing, but with an L in the middle. Kislin. That's a pretty good name. It's pretty strong. I'm proud of it. Did you get any grief for that at school? Um, no, I always just said that my favorite letter was L because it saved it from being kissing. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, you are one of the nicest people I know, if not the nicest person that I know. You're definitely up there in my uh, top five people in the world. Um, you And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, it'd be hard for you to get stick off of anybody. Me and you are a little bit contrasting, I would say, because you're just very, very nice. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit more like the English Marmite, where people love me or hate me. And it is true. And I don't mean that in a shallow way of nice. I mean that in a deep way. Like, I don't, I can't think of anybody in the Magento ecosystem that has ever said a bad word about you, ever, ever, or, or made any form of negative comment. So you, how long have you been inside the inside this space now that that means so much to me thank you um i i've been in the magento community for about two and a half years so when i first started at vertex it was actually the same week that we um signed our premier partnership with magento so that was you know my my big initiative um in partner marketing and i've been really really blessed by the community and people like you, Karen, who have really like taken myself under their wing and kind of, you know, um, showed Vertex um, how to really navigate the community, um, you know, the ins and outs of which events to attend, um, different technology partners, you know, different um, system integrators to work with. And it's, we've been extremely, extremely successful because of other people in the community. And I think that that's really, really special. So I think the fact that you've been in the space two and a half years, you said, um, and you've managed to, I would say, infiltrate the community so much, because I don't don't know that anybody doesn't know you are, certainly at an events standpoint. I think it's testament to, uh, you know, what a job you've done, right? Because that's not easy to, you know, we've got somebody, uh, Meredith's side of us on the SI side, and She's trying to get, you know, to talk to agencies and stuff like that. It's, it's a difficult thing to do to get that recognition and get people to want to talk to you, have meetings with you and everything else. So, you know, I would say uh, you've done a brilliant job there. And I'll never forget when I first met you, Karen. <laughs> um, we were at um, PKO in, in L.A. Oh, hang on, hang on a minute. Uh, okay. we wanna, well, <laughs> a, I have a lot of these stories. Are you okay. sure you want to tell well, us one? Maybe we'll hold that one. <laughs> No, no, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. You and I both were, were having a drink, a freshie, and um, we were, we were introduced, and you were so nice and invited, invited Vertex down for a meetup in Austin. And at this point, I was so new. I, in my mind, I'm like, what's a meetup? And you're like, just, you know, why don't you guys come down? You know, do some sales enablement. We'll um, have you guys at at the meetup and that's when you and I got close. You were so welcoming and nice. 
I'll never forget it. And everyone knew who you were and everyone was like coming up and talking to you. It was, it was awesome. You were like the celebrity. <laughs> I seem to remember like you bouncing in front of me the following day. <laughs> so there was no choice really, but to talk to you. I remember talking to you that night and then you come up to me the following day and you were extremely happy and me being English, <laughs> we're not used to that form of happiness, even though I've been in America oh, six years. Oh, I was Karen. like, who the hell is this girl? Who is this extremely happy person? But you are, you are a ray of sunshine, so I appreciate that. And along Magenta, yeah, you're right. I mean, when you joined, like, it sounds like you you kind of jumped straight in on the premier partnership that, that Magento signed. And obviously, like, now there's the move to Adobe, which I assume is a, is a good move for um, Vertex, right? Like, you want to you know, take the product up market, which is what you'd assume would happen with the Adobe acquisition. Would that be a fair statement to make? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it is, you know, great, great for us, especially from, you know, we have awesome relationships with the big four. Um, and that really, you know, goes a long way with Adobe. So we're getting our alliances team involved. And um, a lot of our large enterprise accounts, you know, have, have ties to Adobe. Um, so we're, you know, really building out um, our, our plan of attack there. And I think there's going to be a lot more to come in, in 2020, you know, with the acquisition that, that we're excited for. But your role at Vertex, just what's your job title there? Okay. Um, I am a senior manager um, for partner marketing. So um, I primarily focus on our mid-market and e-commerce partnerships. So any events, sales enablement, um, go-to-market, um, like internal, external training around our partnerships um, is where is where I focus. And then also just to give a little bit of context um, around Vertex and, and what we're doing in the space, um, we are... We've been known primarily in the in the enterprise space, you know, with with SAP and Oracle. We have a lot of large um, enterprise customers: Walmart, Best Buy, Amazon. Um, so this whole, you know, new um, mid market e-commerce space for us um, isn't isn't very typical for Vertex. So it's been. Um, a challenge, um, but it, you know, extremely, extremely rewarding um, to be a part of this, you know, new era um, for Vertex. And I think that you know these these partnerships that we're focused on in the e-commerce space are really, really helping us kind of um, define that status quo of you know Vertex is just large enterprise accounts. Okay. <laughs> And you open more cans of worms there. No, it's good, but you opened up another million questions. Yeah. And did you go to the Adobe Summit this year? Or did you have representation there from Vertex side? Or is that going to be a new thing for you guys? Um, I did attend Adobe Summit this year. I remember um, spending time with, with you and our girl Rachel from PayPal. And um, I honestly, I was a little overwhelmed by Adobe Summit. Um, it was just ginormous and trying to, I think for me, just trying to understand, you know, where commerce fits in, in the sales cycle is really important for my job. Um, and just understanding how that relationship is, is going to work on the transaction 
um, check outside is mainly what, what I was after while I was there. And do you think you got some answers to that? Or do you think there's some, still some stuff up in there? Because you guys never had a booth there, right? You didn't have a booth at Adobe Summit this year, you know, because they've not had a commerce piece to them, right? So there wasn't yeah. really a lot of commerce stuff going on there this year. Yeah, we um, we did an exhibit. Um, I think, you know, the it would be really awesome next year if a bunch of us tech partners could come together and kind of put together, um, you know, a really great, like, commerce area um, where we could have – um, you know, someone maybe in each like segment of checkout together um, around commerce, like shipping, mm-hmm. payments, tax, fraud, you know, someone like a partner representing each um, to kind of offer, you know, the end to end checkout, checkout fulfillment. Um, I think that would be really great mm-hmm. if there was just one dedicated area um, for that at Summit, because I'm I'm not even going to lie about it. I just walking that floor at Summit, I was overwhelmed with okay, like if we were to exhibit here, are these our end users that are going to be looking for tax? Um, and then mm. how would we even decide, you know, where where to exhibit? Like, would we try to, you know, get close to other partners? There's just a lot of different... Yeah, there's a lot of questions. I mean, yeah. you know, it's very, there was no real commerce capability there. As you, as you say, we were there, we were, you know, I knew that we were... We were there together because I remember the uh, basketball. Uh, basically, we're, so there was a Magenta event, right, so, which we turned up too late, it's fair to say. I think me, you, and Rachel got delayed <laughs> talking. And uh, we turned up late. And then you proceeded to slaughter every male, I think, that tried to compete against you in basketball. I think, would that be a yeah. fair summary yeah. of what happened? It was, a, it was like, like a net, wasn't it? I don't know what you guys call that, but it was like a... <laughs> so that pop shot game where it's... That's it. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I'd say that's a pretty safe, accurate. I, I demolished every male in the room. <laughs> you did, yeah. I don't think any women coming anywhere near wanting to try. So uh, it'd be interesting to... Uh, I know a couple of basketball players. I'd be interested to see if we could get you together with... Uh, some other people and do a competition there because I'm not sure that you're beatable. I think by the end, somebody did beat you, but you were so tired because you've been yeah. doing it for about an hour that it was like, you were, you were like, I just need a drink exactly. at this point. But uh, people people were lining up to compete against you. It was kind of funny. But the, the Adobe Summit the Adobe Summit and that event, the Magento one, I mean, that was really quiet. I think we turned up pretty late, but there wasn't a lot of people in there. I and mean, I was kind of standing there going, this is crazy. Like, why is there not more people, you know, at this Magento event? Because it, it felt empty, didn't it? I think there was probably, what, it, 30 people in there at most. It did feel empty. And I think, like, I wouldn't. I went back and forth with feelings on that. So the first half of me was, it's like, oh, this is such a bummer. You know, it's, it seems light. I wish there were more of us. But then, like, on the flip side, I think you and I talked about this. Like, it's so awesome that we have the community and everyone, like, reached out and found each other and chose to, you know, stick together through it. Um, and mm. everyone's got to navigate, you know, the acquisition together. Yeah. That's really special. I agree. And I, I think that, you know, the, the couple of things that I saw, and I, I, I think you saw them as well from, from talking to you, was the, the, the sense of opportunity, right? Bringing commerce to Adobe and, you know, these people. It seemed to me to be that there was a very definite missing element in everything people were doing. 
you know, that there was all this marketing around, you know, being able to market people's websites and show off the best products and everything else. But you kind of want this commerce yeah. piece at the end to enable the checkout and enable that sale, right? And that's why in Adobe bought Magento. But I saw a massive opportunity there in terms of our expertise um, and what we bring to the table through, you know, the years of experience yeah. that the companies like mine and yours have got around handling commerce, right? Um, and being able to bring that to uh, these new markets um, and, and in the enterprise space where the reality is that they're going to be bigger yep. projects and more expensive projects and, a, you know, a bigger upside in terms of the sale, right? So I, I, I see it as being a good thing. In, and in, in a way, it was nice that there wasn't a lot going on because it shows that the demand's there. If there had been already a load of commerce events happening, then I think it would have we would have gone, well, how do we fit into this? But... What I think we see is a bit of a, a blank page for us to be able to, to, you know, to make a stand there. And, and that's really what we need to do next year. I mean, do you see it the same as that? Yeah, I I think that's a really, really great, great outlook on it. I, I think I struggled. I'm not going to lie. When the acquisition first happened, I was really upset. Like, I I was like, what is going to happen? You know, I, I'm a big fan of the orange. And I, I was upset about it. And... So now kind of we're past a year of the acquisition and thinking about the opportunity ahead, you know, I think those growing pains are happening. Like there hasn't been a lot of product, you know, changes released recently. So, I mean, I'm just trying to stay positive about that in that, you know, next year, you know, is, is the year for this at summit and, and it's all going to come together. Yeah. Agreed. But I think there's a lot, you know, that we are and can do now. And I think that companies like myself and yours and PayPal and stuff like that are starting to work to to make these moves happen, mm-hmm. you know, outside of what the platforms are doing. Um, is, is your focus just on Magento or do you look at, you know, across, you know, other platforms as well? So our, our focus has been um, Magento. In the past, um, we still are 100% all in with Magento. You know, we are um, a core bundled extension, like directly in the dashboard, um, and we're the only tax premier partner. So that's obviously, you know, a huge play for us. Um, additionally, um, at the end of August, our big commerce integration will be finished. So we'll be included in the one-click app store. Uh, really excited about that. Um and then we also are certified um, on Salesforce Commerce Cloud. So that part, partnership and certification was finished in January. Yeah. Um, and another another exciting play for us, um, I don't manage this partnership, but um, SAP Hybris um, is, is a really large opportunity for us as well. Yeah, because I would have thought that the Salesforce and the SAP Hybris would be much more in your wheelhouse than you know, Shopify. Yep. Um, and, and even, because when you talk about mid-market, I mean, mid-market, we were talking about this the other day on Twitter and on YouTube, weirdly. Uh, but somebody was saying that what's mid-market, right? And I was like, well, it's different. It's different for everybody, right? Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I don't know if you can share, but the Vertex mid-market, I would imagine, is a lot higher than, say, you know, what we would generally class as mid-market. I mean, I would generally class mid-market as kind of, five to 50, if I was talking in in terms of Magento, BigCommerce, Shopify, 
that's where it would sit. But in your language, I, okay. I mean, I know in the Adobe mm. language, I mean, Adobe doesn't class enterprises starting until a billion. Wow. So we're, you know, yeah, where, do, yeah. where do you guys sit around? I think that is a great question because I, anytime, you know, we're putting together a launch plan with a partner, I think it's so key um, to make sure that we have a grip on you know, what does mid-market, small market, micro market mean for our partners versus, you know, versus us? Um, so the way that we are segmented is our mid-market is any company 100 million um, up to 400 million. And then 400 million and above um, are our enterprise um, deals. And anything yeah. under a hundred million um, is considered small market. But that's because of the, the company you're in, right? Yes. I don't. Know, I don't want to point this out to you, but hundred million is a damn lot of money. It's a <laughs> lot of money, exactly. And I hate, you know, even sending that message of small market or you know SMB. I yeah. those companies are are phenomenal. They need, you know, they need the tax expertise and. Um, Mm. Our, our small market sales team, you know, is is absolutely amazing. I, I love working with them. They're they're so great in the e-com space, too, because I think with a lot of the recent tax changes, that market is what, you know, they're really getting hit with these changes. So they really have to know our, our e-commerce platforms work in the channel as well. Um for those changes because they're they're the most affected by it but you know you know the problem with men and small medium and large right when you go <laughs> to the chemist <laughs> the, <laughs> well there's a problem with men never buying small right i kind of feel like in general in e-commerce we need to realign small medium enterprise so yeah there isn't a small i have a really interesting story on this that i was reading about nasa but i won't put on this podcast but if you want to know about uh, about that that issue then there's uh, the way that nasa tackled it it's hilarious oh my gosh i cannot wait to hear that <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you offline but then you can you can google it it's hilarious but the but the i feel like that's what we need to do because it's like like you when you say small it kind of belittles these customers a little bit and but the reality is they still could be doing 95 million yeah. a year yeah right so it's like we just need to change the name of that so, yeah. yeah, we should. We should do that. We should. And I, I think that's the other really cool thing a lot about um, a lot of, you know, our products is we can scale to fit the Starbucks of the world. And then, you know, we can also um, fit, you know, fit anyone's needs, no matter, you know, how much value they're doing, how many products they're selling, they're, they're shipped to, shipped from. So, you know, we can support that. And um, I think the other message to really, you know, share with, now I hate saying the word small. Um, it's always going to bring this memory now of what I just described as well. Yes. <laughs> that smaller company is, we're there to grow with them and, and support them. <laughs> Wait, I have to stop talking about this. Please, I'm sorry. That's the advantage. Uh, it's a nice segue into being a woman in tech. I do think that sometimes women can get away with a little bit more than men can at the moment. <laughs> That's an interesting one, right? It's very politically correct right now, so I apologise. Um, on, can we just roll back uh, to to what you were doing before Vertex and give us a bit of a background to, you know, because I'm not sure I know the story. Like, how did you get into this space and how did you end up at Vertex? Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm just going to be completely open and honest about this because I. If I can, you know, help 
help any younger person that that's maybe confused about what they want to do in life, you know, I, I hope that this can help. So out of college, I, I really was confused about, about what I wanted to do and, and where I, um, you know, saw my, my career headed. I, I had no clue. So, um, I, I don't know if you know this, but I, I'm really into, into fashion and design. So I was, I was working at Tory Burch, um, a designer at one of their stores and, and I really, you know, I love clothes, but it's not what I wanted to do, um, term. And so I, I'll never forget it. We, we got the iPads in our store, you know, to check people out. Um, and we had like our CRM and I, I loved just connecting with customers and understanding, you know, their buying trends. And I was, um, I was having dinner, dinner with my dad one night. Um, I don't know if you know, know this guy, my, my dad's been in, in software for all his life. And, um, he, he was the, um, chief technology officer at Epicor software, um, a, a mid-market ERP company. And I was telling him about how cool these <laughs> these iPads were and talking about CRM. And he's like, Aaron, you know, like, um, Tory Burch is one of our largest retail um, customers. You know, why don't why don't you come work for Epicor for a little bit and, and see how you like it? Um, so I did. And it was really cool. I started out actually in customer success. I did a little bit of support. I did a little bit of sales and some marketing. And I ended up loving uh, product marketing. So I was there for about um, four years, focusing primarily on um, distribution and manufacturing products for Epicor. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Um, but after that four years, I, I think I was kind of ready to do my own thing. Not that I, I don't love my dad and he's he's the greatest in the whole world, but I think I was ready to um, you know, create a name for myself and, and try something new. And that's what brought me to Vertex. That's pretty cool. So I suppose the the lesson that come out of that a little bit was you're probably more like your dad than you realize, right? Like your interests and stuff. Yeah, I think I think I am. And you know, the other the other message that comes out of it to me that I would you know love to share with others is sometimes it's okay, you know, to not know what you want to do in life. I know Quentin and I have talked about this a bunch of times, like. There's so much pressure, you know, these days for for younger kids to to really know exactly, you know, oh, I want to be a doctor. I'm going to go here and do this in nine years. And like, it doesn't always work out like that. And it's okay. As long as you, you know, just continue to work hard and set goals for yourself, you know, it it all works out. I, I wouldn't trade, you know, anything I've done in, in the past. I, I'm really, really happy to be where I am today. And do, would you say that you're an ambitious person? Because like, you got a recent promotion, right? And I, you know, as we've discussed, you're definitely one of the movers and shakers in the Magento ecosystem. I mean, uh, you know, I think... Uh, people, you know, underestimate you at their peril if they do, right? Like you definitely uh, mean business, you know, when you you see that you're a hustler, right? So so where do you stand on ambition and where you go from here, right? Oh, um, I am very ambitious. Um, I'm trying to decide that and, you know, right now what what I want my my next move to be. I, I know absolutely hands down, I want to stay with my company. I love Vertex and it is just an awesome place to work. I'm starting to really gravitate um, towards like business development um, and, 
you know, doing anything to understand, you know, current sales cycles and where we can bring our partners in, um, you know, doing more of like a deal sharing, um, rev sharing type of like sales accelerators. I, I love doing that. Um, so maybe eventually getting towards that. I still have a lot to learn. Um, but I have like great mentors in my life, like you and, and Rachel and, and Kate, you know, at Vertex. So I just try to surround myself with, with people who, you know, I strive to be like, um, and that's, that's always really, really helpful for me. But, um, in your office, like who are you working with? Are you working alone? Like, how do you spend most of your day? So I currently sit um, with our entire marketing group. Um, we have such an awesome team. I I love coming into work every day. Um, we are on the fourth floor, and then on the third floor is where um, our our sales organization. So those that do. Um, work in the headquarters here in King of Prussia. Um, they're on the third floor. And then that's where our, our partner management team is. So um, Coleman Omerku, he is like, him and I are always together. He um, is a partnership management expert here. He runs, you know, BigCommerce, Salesforce, Magento. So him and I are really lockstep um, in what we're doing. And then I'm on calls a, a lot with our amazing channel sales team. Um, because they are all they're all remote. But you know, I love getting involved here in the office. I'm always I don't think anyone will be surprised, but I love like all of the you know parties we do and our our company does an amazing job with philanthropy and and um, volunteering and getting involved. so I love I love that aspect of of working here in the office. Yeah, it's an interesting point though, isn't it? Uh, like working because you're I mean, what's the size of the company? It's pretty big, right? Yep, we have around a thousand employees. And are they all located where? I mean, you've got some remotes, but are they all in the US or are they spread across the world? I'm not. Is Vertex worldwide? I'm not sure. Yep, we're global. We have offices um, in London, Germany, Brazil. Um, we we are growing. It's it's really really exciting. I I hope I get to get to some of the offices one day. Um, and Karen, I hope someday you can get to our our headquarters. Here in Philadelphia, we'd love to have you guys. Yeah, we need to come up. We should do another meetup up there. But, uh, we should. I, yeah, there's a couple of questions, I suppose. The, I was talking to you about this the other day when we were talking about the working for corporate, right, or working for a startup. Yep. And, uh, you know, like, I, you know, I was, I, was, I was saying to you, because I, I worked in corporate pretty much all my working life before I set up my own business. Mm-hmm. And I always swore I would never work for a small company or – or I'll set up my own business. <laughs> like, I thought that that was for crazy people. Uh, like, why would you want to work weekends? Like, I really liked having, uh, you know, the ability to walk away from the office on a Friday and, and kind of give it a break and not worry about it. And and then the other thing that I really liked, because my first two companies were definitely smaller. Um, they were, st- you know, I wouldn't say they were startups, but they were quite small companies, uh-huh. like 200 people kind of companies. And what I really didn't like was the lack of infrastructure. Like I quite like being a number, as it were. I like for me, but I was in I was at EDS and then at Reuters, so we were in actually bigger companies than, than you're in now. But I really liked being able to, you know, file an expense claim and it go off to the expense department, <laughs> or if I needed a new book, go to the cupboard and get that out without yeah. worrying about you know start, you know something broke like I needed a cable or something. It was like easy mm-hmm. to do. And I really liked all the big events and stuff like that. But 
obviously like your environment must be a little bit like that, I imagine, right? Where you've got a lot of stuff that's, you know, uh, I don't know, do you have like a canteen and stuff like that, right? Like there's a lot of stuff that you get for free as part of being a big company. Yes, it's it's amazing. We, um, on our first floor, we have this, you know, amazing um, cafeteria and we have vendors come in every day with different food options. There's a little market down there. Um, you know, it's, it's awesome. And we do have, you know, some, some great luxuries here, um, working for such a large company. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I think, and there's a lot to be said for that. And I do think, you know, stages in your life, because when you go and work for smaller companies, like I just think it changes, you know, like around, you know, how a lot of that stuff's managed and handled and we definitely like, it's like here, we like going, should we get in a better coffee machine or, you know, like stuff like that, which you kind of just take for granted at corporate, right? That, you know, it's a great coffee machine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know. And that someone comes and stocks it. You're right. I, I do take that for granted. I need yeah. to start <laughs> realizing how lucky I am. You are lucky there. I, I kind of miss some of that in a way. I, I would, I'll admit, like, I miss, I suppose, especially running my own company because a lot of that responsibility ultimately falls on me, right? Like, even though we have, you know, staff admin and stuff like that, I, there's still the bottom line, it falls on me. And I'm just like, I'd like not to be dealing with something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it goes. So, yeah, I think, um, I don't know, it's, a good, it's, it's nice that you can be in this ecosystem of Magento and be at that large company. And I think that's quite rare in the Magento ecosystem. When you think about it, like PayPal is like that, you're like that. There's not that many others that are like this that are so involved in the community as well. Yes. You're a little bit of a, you and Rachel, uh, I'm trying to think who else is like that. Um, we've got a few minutes left. Uh, I, the IRC foot injury story. <laughs> let's let's talk about it. You want us to talk about It's a little bit gory, though. Do you think that people want to hear this? I'll give... I'll give the the edited version because I think a lot of people want to know, you know, what happened. So I've been I've been saving it saving it for the podcast. Um, you have okay. Well, but I just on the precursor to it, what I saw online was a picture of your foot in a like all wrapped up in something, and then somebody saying we'll give you the story later, which honestly, mate, it was a bit like somebody going there was a plane crash and, and we'll tell you about it right yeah sorry that's my phone uh you know it's a bit like somebody's um uh, you know yeah and then you're like no i don't want all the information so i held off of understanding it for probably about four weeks because i really don't like things like that too much but carry on tell us a story okay so um irce conference in chicago um at mccormick center and it was Wednesday. So that was our, our big day. We had a lot going on. We were, we were doing um, a boat cruise with something digital that night. We were sponsoring milkshakes at the big commerce booth. Like I was pumped up for this day. <laughs> and I had to um, go back to my room at the Marriott. I was going to just, you know, drop my stuff off and, and come back to the booth quickly. So I'd be, you know, ready to go for that evening. And I was walking up the escalator. I had, um, I had sandals on, not like rubber flip flops, but like pretty sturdy sandals. And all of a sudden, like the bottom of my sandal got, got stuck in the blades of the escalator. And it caused me to, this is at the bottom, bottom of the escalator. Going, I was going, 
going up. So I was probably 75% of the way up when it happened. Oh, it didn't get caught right at the top. It got caught on one of the blades. As you were going up. Yep. Um. Yep. So um, I fell forward and it completely like sliced the bottom of my foot. So I won't get too graphic. I know. But... Um, I kind of like, I saw, you know, I saw so much blood and kind of oh freaked out. So they were like, next thing you know, I was, I was in a wheelchair and they were calling an ambulance and I was like, I'm not going, I'm not going to the ER. You know, we have stuff we have to do tonight. <laughs> so they kind of, I didn't really have a choice. I had to go to the ER and, um, our director of sales, Brad was with me. Uh, it was so nice. He he went along, and I I had to get ten ten stitches in the bottom of my in the bottom of my foot, and um, so I had to. I've been wearing a boot for the past couple of weeks, and <laughs> you'll love this, Karen. Um, so I had this big boot on, and <laughs> Rob Long from PayPal proposed the greatest idea in commerce community. So he said that we should have sponsorship opportunities for the boot. That's so funny. And named it Mage Boot. <laughs> <laughs> so we were going to have stickers, stickers on it and get it, have it be like boot commerce. But um, luckily, I do not have the boot on anymore. And I just got... Um, released by the podiatrist, I can go and start working out again and wear regular shoes. So I'm lucky it wasn't it wasn't worse. It's a terrible story. It makes me feel sick. You just like that's kind of like my worst nightmare for that to happen. Oh, I think escalators are dangerous. Yeah, so be be careful and and your kids and everything. And yeah, no, it's terrible, terrible. It was yeah, awful. That's not great. Well, I'm pleased you're uh, getting better and back on the back on the road to recovery. I'm working out. I'll be joining you soon in the gym working out. Not quite there yet. Oh, what's your what's your like favorite exercise? I this is a this is a joke. Oh. This is a complete joke. <laughs> I uh yeah. I have a bike. I do have a bike. Uh you know, like a stat what are they called? I don't even know what they're called. One that doesn't move bike. Oh, a stationary. Yeah, and uh, I have a normal bike as well. In the but uh no. No, I'm not going to the gym anytime soon. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, Philip Jackson has sometimes suggested to me nicely that a gym would be good, and I've just said to him, at this point in my life, I'm just trying to stay alive. I have small goals around that. But I've seen your your golf skills. I saw on Instagram the other day you were swinging the golf club, and you were pretty good. No, I'm not really that good. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, all right. Is there anything else you would like to cover off before we finish? And I, I think we should bring you back as well because I, I got I have other questions, but uh, but um, we we need to bring you back for another session. Maybe what we'll do is get uh, Quentin to to do one because I think we can. There's so many different ways you could go with your story. Like it's 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 pretty deep. Oh yeah, I I would love to be back. I think like Karen, what you were saying earlier about, um, you know, us as technology partners, you know, are we going to, you know, come together and start to do things without the platforms? I think that would be really cool if we spent some time talking about that one day. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that we're really actively working on. I know me and you have spoken about it, but I think that there's a real need at this point in time. I mean, I think that Tom Robertshaw's article was brilliant. I'm talking out in Singapore about the Magento ecosystem, and it's like, I kind of feel like at times 
like we're missing a captain, right? Like with Lavelle going, uh-huh. um, and and there's a need for for some direction. And I think in the absence of some of that coming to us, we need to provide it ourselves. And that's just a good thing to do in general, isn't it? To be able to kind of you know be more in control of our own destiny. Yeah. So you know, I, I think that collaboration is good, and we know that. You know, we're, we're, we're being agnostic as well about this, you know, but we know that there is a lot of uh, mutual clients that we all have together. So why not, you know, bring some economies of scale around that with working together and um, whilst also, you know, obviously respecting, you know, um, privacy and everything else. But I think, you know, in events and things like that, there's a lot we can yeah, do together. Yeah, for sure. All right, I've got to go. Okay. You're the best. Thank you so much. And thank you to your whole team. You guys are all rock stars. I love working with you guys. Let's talk there. Just as a career note, like 